What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. Episode's coming a little bit late this week. Wasn't feeling too well earlier in the week, but, you know, gotta get you that content. If you follow my social media at Frequency Podcast Network on both Instagram and TikTok, you'd already be getting content, including a couple album reviews that don't make the podcast, so be sure to check them out. Also, follow the podcast page, allow for notifications, rate the podcast. You already know what it is. Got a good one today. Giveon, give or take. Giveon, singer-songwriter from Long Beach, California, bursted into the R&B scene with his debut EP Take Time, which came out in March 2020, right when the pandemic was underway, and I have to say it was a heck of a start to his career. I was struck by his incredible baritone vocals and the intimacy in his writing, especially on tracks like Heartbreak Anniversary and Like I Want You. The EP was eventually nominated for Best R&B Album at the 2021 Grammys. This coupled with a couple of standout features throughout the year, including Drake's Chicago Freestyle, really catapulted Giveon into someone to watch in R&B. His next EP, which came out late 2020, featured about half the songs from his debut EP, but also felt like half the effort. Tracks simply didn't have much staying power for me. The writing felt like it took a bit of a nosedive, felt like leftovers from Take Time, with really only Stuck On You standing out to me. Nonetheless, didn't take away from my excitement for the debut album. And although I enjoy Give or Take, I genuinely feel like we're just scratching the surface with Giveon here. There are really two things that he relies on, the first being his incredible baritone style vocal performances, and the second is his ability to pen these vivid and honest tellings of his personal love life. And the moments when both of these are turned up to 100 is really when you get something special out of him. Take the track Scarred, bodies the performance on the hook, especially with these higher notes that he hits at the end of each line in the chorus. He's describing his somewhat toxic behavior, leading someone on and not wanting to be in a deep relationship with that person, even though they themselves appear to be trending in that direction. The emotion in the track is what really gets me, although I do wish he went into more detail on why he felt the way he did. Being scarred and being broken just feels like a surface level explanation for his behavior. That lack of detail is kind of something that persists for me throughout the album. But directly after this, we get December 11th, an interlude that leads into the track This Will Do. Both of these are driven by this smooth guitar, with the latter introducing some heavy bass that kind of rattles in your ear, which I really like. His voice also works really well against the instrumental. And on these tracks, he talks about a connection he made with a woman in the crowd while he was performing, meeting the fan and starting to have a thing with them, but ultimately acknowledging that it likely isn't real love, since she's most likely into him due to his star status. Also low-key, pretty toxic. The strong imagery and songwriting really keep you engaged on this one. Later on, we get Make Your Mind, which feels very classic R&B. Solid vocal performance. Again, his best quality. I appreciate the strength on his voice, especially particularly on this track where he talks about falling for someone and kind of pleading for them. Right after this, we get July 16th, a short but very well-written track. Shows giving on falling in love over time and predicting how it won't end well. Expresses his anxieties about falling in love fast with a person, something that he apparently does often. It's interesting to hear his thoughts as he goes deeper and deeper into this practical addiction to this woman. Another example of great songwriting. But I'd have to say, a good chunk of this album, the writing doesn't grab me as much as the tracks I just mentioned, giving on instead relying entirely on his vocals, which can only get him so far. Take the opener, Let Me Go. Although it fits with the project thematically, themes of wanting to reconnect with someone from his past, I'm just not feeling the passion in his voice and the hook isn't really anything special. Similar sentiments on the track Get To You, about how the single lifestyle can get old, especially when he's lonely and now wanting to spend time with that one particular person, but that person not wanting to give him the time of day. I love how his vocals are mixed up front so strong. Strongly. It's like he's in my ear and it sounds lovely. Although the hook has grown on me, I am usually left wanting more from that track. It's just not as much of an earworm as I would like. The lacking songwriting on this album just makes moments like that and throughout the track list kind of feel like background music. Other examples include the piano ballad Another Heartbreak and the track At Least We Tried. Especially with the instrumental not straying too far from the typical atmospheric and spacey R&B sound that we've kind of grown accustomed to nowadays. It makes things sound somewhat monotone at times. Unfortunately though, the real 
low point on this album comes when he actually tries to switch things up and reach for that radio single. You can tell that when he does this, he's kind of phoning into songwriting. Prime example, For Tonight, definitely a lead single pop track, an incredibly forced hook. The vocals are solid, but the belting on the chorus just feels like an obvious reach to make the track feel stronger than it really is. Genuinely sounds like any of these slow but upbeat love songs that are constantly attempted in modern pop today. Then we get the track Lost Me, an equally average chorus that isn't catchy or interesting. But thankfully, the album is saved at the end with a pair of fantastic tracks. Remind Me features some great writing where Giveon is wondering if his toxic behavior is coming back to bite him, with this woman treating him the way that he's treated others in the past. I love the higher vocal register, and I think the writing is quite introspective. Then we get the closer, Unholy Matrimony, and holy shit, this is a fucking amazing track. Really enjoying the imagery on here, Giveon expressing the desire for love that can't be had, seemingly describing the situation of a couple who doesn't want to commit to marriage with each other. Feels like they're literally at a wedding expecting this imminent doom for their marriage with lyrics like playing here comes the bride as a warning the reality set in we don't want to do this anymore can't go through with this no more probably the best songwriting on the album showing what Giveon can do and a great closer to end things out and all of that to say I think Giveon has the tools to make something special his voice is unique and he isn't afraid to be intimate in his songwriting I think there are times where we can use more passion from him and where the writing can go a little bit deeper we get a good understanding of who he is but not why he turned out that way also if he's going to jump into this pop aesthetic I don't want him to lose his focus on the songwriting in the process. He could make a great pop song while still being true to himself. But I gotta say though, this is a solid debut album from Giveon. This one's a seven for me. So those are my thoughts. Do you agree? Do you think I'm crazy? DM me on Insta. DM me on TikTok. Let me know. Also, let me know what you'd like me to review next. Until then, I'll see y'all later.